Welcome to the Kingdom Business Podcast. It's not JR today, it's LZ. JR's taking care of some family business, so we are here live, Las Vegas, Nevada, as we found out last podcast, and we're sitting here with the honor of talking to Zach Haggerty from the Altar Fellowship. Is that correct? Yes, sir. So, Zach, thank you so much for spending some time with us this afternoon. And oh, man. You know, it's it's cool to sit down with creatives. And number one, all your tattoos. I know they've got <laughs> meanings and all these cool things. And I love tattoos. Um, and 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 I wish our viewers could really kind of be here to experience uh, the, just the presence that we've been feeling in the last day and a half. But man, just like we talked about, I just want you to take some time and just introduce yourself, share your heart, and talk about what talk about what's going on in Johnson City, Tennessee. Yeah, man, thank you so much for having me. And uh, man, like you said, we are in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Alter Men's Conference. And uh, man, this is incredible. You know, people uh, people were like, why Las Vegas? And I think for those of us blessed to be here, we're seeing why Las yeah. Vegas, you know. And uh, and I'm Zach Haggerty from the Alter Fellowship. And I, uh, I'm a husband to my wife, Mandy, of almost 14 years. Come on, congrats. Yeah, thank you. I've got yeah. three amazing daughters. Um, they are 11, 9, and 5. And we are... You know, we live just outside of Johnson City in the oldest, uh, we live in Jonesboro, the oldest city in Tennessee. Come on. And, uh, we've got a dog and some chickens and a rabbit, and we're just doing the family thing. What kind of chickens do you have? Uh, egg-laying chickens. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are they black? <laughs> That's the best kind. <laughs> That's the best kind. Yeah. I had some Domineckers. Um, they're like black and white speckled. Oh, cool. We've got a couple Americanas. Okay. A couple Reds. Um, we get some Olive Eggers. I don't know what, what they are, but yeah. The eggs are good. The eggs are great. Can't beat them. Nope. So let me ask you, you know, you, you, we were talking earlier about your, your roots yeah. and, and, you know, you, we we share some AG roots together, but if you can just kind of recap what you share with me, just kind of how you come full circle. Sure. Yeah. So I, uh, I was born just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. My dad, um, well, both my parents have been in full-time ministry with the Assemblies of God since the mid eighties. And so I was born, um, Nashville, we grew up you know, I'm, I'm the oldest of six kids. Uh, I've got th- two biological siblings, three adopted siblings. And we grew up just, you know, ministry family. We were at church every time the doors were open. Yeah. I was probably born on the you know second row. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just really gave our life to the, to the kingdom, and which, which has been amazing. It's been such a blessing to grow up in a house that just fears the Lord, you know, yeah. and honors him. And so we, when I was nine, my parents got the wild prophetic idea to move to Bethel, Alaska, which is 90 miles from the Bering Sea. They don't speak English there. So English is a second language. So we went from, you know, Nashville area to Bethel, Alaska when I was in fifth grade. And uh, we, we were essentially living as missionaries. I mean, with, you know, at an Assemblies of God church, but, you know, when you don't have indoor plumbing, I don't know how you can get any more missionary. That's right. That. So, so what was their language of what English? Uh, as Yupik Eskimo. Okay. Yeah. So it was kind of a hub for the villages leading out to the Bering Sea. So we gotcha. were about 400 miles west of Anchorage. So I grew up out in Alaska. We uh, we eventually moved into Anchorage. My parents pastored at a church there, and uh, they're still there today. So they that's that's kind of the later half of my roots. Um, then I graduated high school, went to Florida. So I kind of went as far away as you could get. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, just went to Florida, met my wife. She's a Florida native. We grew up, or we got married 2008, uh, graduated 2009, and we're just sort of like, what are we going to do? So we kind of bounced around a little bit doing different ministry things, and then landed in North Carolina, where we were until 2019. So we were there um, just just over seven years, where we you know, had, had two of our kids were born there. We uh, had a ministry. We were traveling, doing itinerant ministry in the Middle East and the UK and kind of all, you know, all around the U.S. And then uh, I met 
our pastor, Maddie Montgomery, founder of the Altar Conference, the Altar Fellowship in 2019 at a conference we were doing, and he invited us to Johnson City. So we, so cool. we moved in December 2019, right before uh, the pandemic and everything, and have been just loving it ever since. So anybody that knows and, and knows who you guys are, and, and, and I hope there's more, I hope it's growing because, you know, when you hear the song that you guys have just released, what, a few months back, and it, yeah. I think it took YouTube by storm. It's just kind of like, it, did, yeah. it has exploded. Yeah. Um, one thing I like to talk, it, it, it's like an organic expression of what's in the dirt. Yeah. So can you, I know you, you've got this thing brewing in you, man. It's a project that's been a long time coming. Talk to us about this album. Yeah. So when we, you know, when we set out to start the church, we were, you know, coming from kind of the conference production culture that we, you know, Pastor Matt had been in, I had been in. We were like, we don't, you know, California has a sound, right? Atlanta has a sound. Charlotte has a sound. Even Kansas, you know, has a sound. And it's, it's like, what is the sound of East Tennessee? And uh, when we think of East Tennessee, you know, we think of home. We think of the front porch, the rocking chair, sort of the generational heritage of, of where we live. So as we, we didn't really set out to write a record. It was more like, let's just develop a sound. Let's find a sound. What does our, our family sound like? And that sort of led us um, through COVID, through the COVID pandemic of just songwriting. We're like, let's, we have, you know, our church grew through COVID, like just exploded in growth. And so we had people from all over the world just hearing a sound or hearing a frequency, mm -hmm. right. And adding their sound to it. And yes. So that was sort of, sort of the beginnings of what happened. And we, we were like, let's just write what's happening in our church. Let's write from revelation and watch a language be birthed. And it led us to meet a, a bluegrass player named Brandon Green. He's a world renowned banjo player. He's, I mean, he's been all over the world. He's played on some of the biggest stages, some of the best records. And I was like, Hey, I have this idea. What if we married like the sound of home, the kingdom with the sound of home, the land. And uh, he starts crying. He's like, man, I've been waiting for the church to give sort of a, a heritage or, or permission for these instruments and for mm. this sound to have its, its kind of proper place, you know? And so we spent all of 20, half of 2020 and all of 2021, just kind of cultivating that sound of, the dobros and the fiddles and the, the mandolins, the banjos, and even just discovering the the people who like the Carter family, you know, what were they like? What, you know, the Bristol, Tennessee is just up the road. It's the birthplace of country yeah, music. Yeah. We're like, what? We don't want to just know the sound. We want to know the people. What yes. were they like? How did they live? And one of the things I, I was reading about them was that they were ordinary everyday people singing about ordinary everyday things in a world right at the, the start of the great depression was like, do we belong? Yeah. Are, are we going to survive? And yeah. so to hear a sound of home, ordinary everyday people singing about ordinary everyday things, it like inspired me. I was like, man, in a world that's shut down, that's wondering how are we going to make it? What if we release the sound of home? Mm, and, on, uh, bro. you know, where we're, we're just, I'm just a dude from Jonesboro, like a dad of three kids and I'm not in a hurry, but there's something to sing about. And so we, with that sort of that heart, we just were like, we're going to dive in. And, uh, and so Pastor Matty came to me. He's like, I think it's time to do a record. And I was like, we, what? <laughs> like we weren't, you know, we weren't thinking a record. We were thinking um, generationally. We were thinking, man, what if we wrote about when, you know, so-and-so got saved or, yeah. or so-and-so got delivered. And that became, becomes the language that our kids now encounter the Lord in. Yeah. And so to take this sort of revelation that birthed the language that, that now has become a melody and a memory we just were like, this is an album. You know, this is a, uh, these are songs of freedom. These are songs of family. And so we set out to find a producer who could, I mean, I, I feel like anyone could 
produce, you know, 17 year olds can produce great records, but we needed somebody that could really prophetically like see into what we're doing. And so I connected with a guy named Gabriel Wilson, who's produced some of the top worship records in the world. Um, and he and I got on a call and with tears in both of our eyes, we were like, dude, this feels right. Yeah. So he came and did pre-production last April, a year ago, this month. And in the process ended up moving his staff and his whole family six minutes down the road from our house and bought a farm Come on, man. to not, to not just create records, but to be a part of the family, you know, and part of the sound. And so our record, we've just sort of been living in the, like the, the big glooming shadow of, we have a record now we, you know, we have the songs, we've got stuff we're doing and uh, it's, and we're honored to be here to get to release it. So mm. to release the sound of our family, you know, here, um, was something I never thought of or never could dream of, but I'm just, it just feels right to like yeah. bring, you know, the, the generational mindset into what we're doing yeah, um, into the music. And so for our <laughs> listeners, I want them because some of them may not know the context by which sure. uh, we're, we're talking right now, but we are, again, we're, we're in, we're in Las Vegas um, at the altar men's conference or the altar conference. And, and it's uh, the last night of the conference and you guys are going to be doing worship tonight, right? Yes, sir. So it's one of those things that I know it's a culmination but you said something a second ago, you know, um, and I want to tell you, you're not just an ordinary guy. I know you may think that about yourself, but that for me is a flag for somebody that when they say that I go, okay, their heart's in the right place. So can you, can you unpack a little bit about the people that are around you? Because I know, you know, their hearts are in the right places. So what's it been like for God to grow this team? Um, Just give me a quick synopsis of what it's been like to kind of put together this, this, this band. Yeah. So, you know, we, um, September, 2020, we had, you know, five songs and we were going to do like a weekend, um, revive, we called them revival nights. It was just a way to, we brought in Corey Russell, Ray Hughes, Jason Upton, couple other different, you know, friends of ours to just not put on an event, just come be a part of the family. Just, you know, share what, what God's doing in your life, share the revelation of your heart. And so we were like, Hey, let's try to do a whole set of our own songs. And so we spent the summer, just our main band, our keys player, his name was Alan, our bass player and his wife, Madison, a couple other people. We just got together and we're like, let's just not just, let's just worship. Let's just see what happens. Here's what, what God's doing in my heart. Here's a song I wrote. And so we kind of saw our, um, you know, our band become really a family, like just an extension of our house. And we were even, we've been here the last couple of days. And for some of these guys, this is not just their first conference or their first, you know, multi-thousand attended event. It's their first event ever. Yeah. And uh, they're sort of freaking out. They're like, there's all these people. And I told them, I was like, guys, you know, how we got here doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Um, Who we're singing for doesn't matter. Like, it's like, we're just 12 friends singing, singing the songs of our family so on a stage. It's like, it's just another stage. And I said, as I, I've never been in the military, but I know you've got some military background. Yeah. I said, I, I feel like it's like, you know, when you go to war, you're not fighting for the president that sent you. You're not fighting for diplomacy or policy. You're fighting for the man next to you. That's right. And I told our guys, I was like, if you'll sing and play for me, I'm going to sing and play for you. Because you're what's coming home with me. Like, to, like Tuesday when we get home, we're going to still go to the office and like check in and still do life together. It's like we're not singing for cameras. We're not singing for an arena. We're singing for each other and, and to celebrate what God has done. So just to see us kind of come into alignment with that of like, you know what, win or lose, like we have each other. So we win. That's so good, bro. 
Zach, can you tell us how, how can we how can we find you guys' music? Yeah. And is there anything out there that you can point us to as far as social media goes that our listeners could could kind of lock lock arms with you? Sure. Yeah. So we we are on iTunes. So the record is called Welcome Home. Um, imagine that. So awesome, bro. <laughs> yeah. Welcome home. And it's, uh, by the altar music. So the altar music, welcome home. It's available anywhere you uh, consume music digitally, okay. uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon. We have physical copies on our website, thealtermusic.com, and, uh, social media, the altar music on Instagram. And I think it's the altar music official on Facebook. I'm not sure. We have a team that does that. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We we will fact check that. Yeah. And what we'll do is we will, in the description of the podcast, uh, we'll all, we'll always put these links in there for our listeners. So Zach Haggerty, I'm going to tell you, man, I wish, uh, and I say this fighting back emotion. I wish there were, wish there were 10 more, Mm. 10 more guys like you, because I, I hear it in your voice. And, uh, there's not a spotlight the earth could produce that you'd want to stand in outside of the light of the Father, bro. I, wow. I feel that in my spirit. So thank you. Um, I bless you, man. I bless thank the altar music. And thank you for your time, oh, bro. Oh, man, thank you so much. And it's a pleasure. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can we can close that gap between Chattanooga and, right. uh, and Johnson City. And that three hours is going to become nothing, bro. And I look forward to seeing what Yahweh has. Yeah, man. Right on. on. Thank you, bro. Thank you.